I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of butcher box, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com slash mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com slash mega and use code mega to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, folks. Just a reminder, we have a Patreon. It's the main way we support the podcast, and it's only a few bucks a month. Only about 1 in 10 listeners give to the Patreon, but we think some of our best work is happening over there. So check it out, even if it's just for a month or two. Every shekel in the offering plate really makes a difference. Head to patreon.com slash megathepodcast. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional megachurch. I'm Hallie Laban, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where we're giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and community. You know what I'm going to say next. It's a true treat, and it is a true treasure. Well, normally I'm joined by my co-host, Gray Haas, but he's on vacay this week, bless him. So I thought, and I thought, and I thought, and I thought, and I said, who's going to be my co-host? And I couldn't think of one single person, not one single man in our entire church community who would make a good co-host. And so I scratched my head, and I scratched my head, and you know I can't have a female do it, because two women leading a podcast about a church, well, that wouldn't make any sense, since, you know, females only make up 1% of the Bible, and even less so in church leadership worldwide. So I said, I gotta get a man on here to legitimize it for the church world. And so what I did did was I got on a website called Actors Access, where you can find an actor who will, you know, take the job. And so I filled out all the paperwork and one person and one person only got back to me and I was tickled to death who it was because I think I've seen him before. And ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce this week my substitute co-host, a wonderful actor. You might have heard of him. Ladies and gentlemen, his name is Nick Offerman. Hey, Hallie. Really nice to be here. I am so excited to have you here, Nick. Well, uh, this is my first podcast experience, so (laughs) we'll see how it goes. Well, 
I can give you some tips because I've been doing it a while. But, I mean, you're a natural because, you know, you're an actor. You're a performer. You know how to project and how to, you know, keep it interesting and, 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 and be a good communicator and conversationalist. Well, that's right. You know, the kind of the key to acting is just uh, that I've always said is just say the next thing. Just say the next thing. The next thing. The next thing. The next thing. Just say the next thing. That's right. Huh. That's so cool. Well, I just thought we could maybe do like a little chemistry test like they do in the movies. You know, they kind of test the, 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 uh, the actor and the, and the sidekick's chemistry. Maybe we could see if we would be good co-hosts. Well, I think that's great, Hallie, and it'd be almost impossible to not have good chemistry with you. Oh, you got the Dickens in you, don't you? Uh, yes, I do. Well, let's start at the beginning. I want to get to know you. Where'd you grow up? What was your family like? Well, uh, grew up in Moline, Illinois. Oh, cool. Yeah, and that, of course, is known for jails. And uh, my father worked in the jail, and my mother was also a jailess, which is a female jailer. A woman who works in a jail. Right. Oh, wow. That must have been difficult. Well, it is. It is. And especially I was I was the youngest of five boys, the four of which all spent time in the jail. Oh. Uh, not not as employees. And you went into acting. That's right, which is the equivalent of an emotional jail, if you really think about it. Oh. And uh, a lot of recidivism in my family because my dad got up every morning and went to jail and came home and then the next day he just went right back to jail. Same way with my mom, in and out of jail all the time. And then my four brothers, uh, well, they went in and they never came out. They were all, uh, yeah, they were all on life sentence. Uh, and at that time, they could execute in Illinois. So, oh, no. Oh, it's fine. They're still there. They didn't get executed. Oh, yeah. well, that's good. Yeah. I don't, well, know. So in- I don't know why I brought that up. Well, in many ways, it sounds like by you not going to jail, you were kind of the black sheep of the family. That's right. Yeah. As soon as I could, you know, I I headed to Chicago because I knew that if I stayed in Moline, I would end up in jail. Well, Chicago's a big comedy hub, huh? And for, like a lot of acting in the Goodman Theater, the Steppenwolf. You got uh, Second City. You got all that great stuff That's up right. there. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I actually got up there and uh, I started my own theater company. Oh, wow. It was called the Remains Theater. And that was because we were the remnants of all the actors who couldn't get into the Steppenwolf. And so we said, hey, let's um, let's scrape the bottom of the barrel here. And, uh, you know, we can we can yell and scream at each other just like they do just in a smaller space. Isn't that neat? Right. Wow. Well, it almost sounds like acting saved you. And I'll tell you what, um, just so you know, uh, in case I didn't tell you, I probably should have, this is a Christian podcast based out of a mega church. Did you know that? No, I had no idea. Uh, You know, the thing about acting, Hallie, is when you get an audition, you don't really think about where it is or what it is. Uh, You just go to the audition, you show up, and you say the next thing. You say the next thing. You say the next thing. The next thing. And then sometimes that results in a big TV show or sometimes a small TV show, uh, sometimes a commercial, uh, corporate video, uh, cameo. I do those too. And uh, hopefully the check shows up in your mailbox uh, every two weeks. 
Oh, that is so cool. Yeah, it's, it's kind of how acting works. I feel like acting is a gift from God. Really? Why do you say that? Well, it's a skill set that, um, you know, God gives you your talents. Um, he gives you your desires. He gives you um, the 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 vision for your life, really. Um, so, you know, God gave you all of these things that you've desired and the passion of your life and the, the, the journey you've been on. I mean, that's all been set out for you by God. Well, that's interesting, Hallie. I, I don't know if I totally agree with you. Uh, you know, some of the worst actors I've ever seen have been Christians. Is that true? Well, if can you think of a Christian actor that's really you know, blowing your hair back in the last 30 to 40 years? Christian actor. Um, I mean, uh, besides... Well, don't say Kirk Cameron. That's what I was going to say. Well... He did one. He, he did one thing, hmm. and he wasn't really that good in that. And then he hasn't done anything good since. Oh no! In fact, it seems like the more Christian he got, the worse he got. Hmm. Did you see the Left Behind series? Hmm. I can't say that I have. <sighs> man, if we can't have that one, I mean, that's kind of like he's the. He's was that good? I. It was about the end times. Well, good topics don't make good movies necessarily, Hallie. Well, the thing about Christian movies is they have to have a message, you see, uh, you know, so to, to, to point people towards Christ. Now, what's the message of the Left Behind series? Well, it's that there is a very real hell awaiting people if they are not believers and um, you don't want to be left behind because as the book of Revelation tells us in the New Testament in the Bible, um, there is going to be a time of tribulation where uh, Jesus is going to return. All the Christians are going to shoot up into the sky. They're all going to go up into heaven with Jesus. And um, anyone who's left behind is left behind for a period of seven years called the tribulation. They'll be marked with the sign of the beast. They won't be able to use a credit card or get groceries or anything without having the sign of the beast which is basically like the sign of Satan on you. And um, there will be an Antichrist. No, wait, and... wait, wait, wait. Hallie, I'm going to have to stop you right there. All right. So there's some things you got to know about the about show business. Okay. Uh, one is people want to feel good. Okay. And I can tell that movie doesn't make you feel good at the end. Even if bad things happen, you still have to have a hero yeah. or heroine Yeah. Uh, remind you mm -hmm. of what it's like to be human. Yeah. The other thing is uh, well, all stories are pretty simple. Hmm. You have a person who wants something. Okay. And you got something standing in their way. Okay. And then that person has to overcome that thing, or if they don't, uh, it has, has to have some kind of silver lining to learn something about, about the human condition through hmm. the eyes of a character. That's fascinating. Right. Now, that movie that you just described, what was it called again? The Left Behind series. The Left Behind series. I don't know why a movie is called a series, but anyway. That movie that you just described sounds like someone took the last few pages of a Bible, shredded them up, put them inside a lottery tumbler, and then turned a leaf blower on inside. And then one by one reassembled it into some semblance of a script and made it into a movie. And that's why I don't think it's successful, even though I've never seen it. Well, you're right. It didn't have a, you know, a feel-good moment at the end. Right. You're talking about happy endings. 
That's exactly what I'm talking about. I love a happy ending. So do I. I always want a happy ending. I've had many. I get disappointed if it's not a happy ending. Well, you're going to the wrong places. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Well, I feel like I just got a major crash course in how Hollywood works. Well, Hollywood is an interesting place, Hallie. It's, um, you know, a lot of people like to pick on Hollywood. Oh. Because they say it's filled with elites Uh and people who are out of touch. Okay. Well, now, of course, that could be very true. But Hollywood is an ecosystem, just like I assume this church is its own ecosystem. Yeah, the megachurch culture, we got our own language that we use. We got our own kind of like hierarchy, you know, our own scripture, our leaders, a culture, a a way of living, a point of view, all of that stuff. But, you know, we will be the first to embrace celebrities just because it's celebrity and we want to get some of that light shining on us. But we are also the first to, you know, condemn Hollywood for being a very wicked place that leads people astray. Well, right, Hallie, and it's that's not much different than Hollywood. Really? We have all those things, too, our own culture, language, uh, traditions, but I would say we spend no time thinking about you. Are you married? Yes, I am. Ooh. Gladly for 20 years. Wow. Megan Mullally is oh. my wife. Yeah. From Wikipedia. Yeah, she's also an actor. Yes, she is. That's how we met. Oh, is that I so... was cast on her show. Oh, what was her show? Well, it was a show called Will and Grace. Oh, what a funny show. Yeah, it was very funny. She's a very funny lady. And beautiful. Really beautiful. Funny and beautiful. Yeah, that's right. Kind of like you, Hallie. (laughs) Well, my goodness gracious, you're going to make me blush. Well, you are blushing. I I am blushing. I'm blushing. Well, you know, something we learn with Meisner technique is you tell the other person what you observe. Mm-hmm. So uh, right now, uh, if we were to do an exercise with Meisner, I would say, you're blushing, and you would have to say, I'm blushing. 
I'm blushing. You're blushing. I'm blushing. You're touching your mouth. I'm touching my mouth. You're looking away. I'm looking away. You're looking away. I'm looking away. You. You're biting your lip. I'm biting my lip. That's a uh, Meisner exercise. So was I just acting? You were acting. You were just (laughs) doing and saying the next thing. I was saying the next thing. You were saying the next thing. The next thing. Now, you might like this, Nick. We have a drama department in our megachurch. Oh, really? Yeah, and we uh, do original scenes on in our weekend services that support the content, uh, you know, the theme of whatever series uh, our pastor is speaking about. Well, Hallie, uh, there was a time when I would have been really interested in doing stage work, mm-hmm. but I've almost completely lost interest in it. Is that true? That's true. What a shame. Yeah, I know. Why did you lose interest in it, Nick? Well, when you start to make the kind of money I've made oh. in Hollywood, uh-huh. uh, you realize that doing anything in a live theater setting uh, is is almost laughable when uh-huh. it comes to the money that you make. Got it. In okay. fact, uh, it's almost as if you're paying them to uh, get up there on the stage after you calculate well, things like classes and parking and photocopying your headshot at Kinko's. Okay. All those things add up and it's really a it's a it's a fool's errand, Hallie. Oh. Yeah. Well the prosperity gospel would be pointing you directly to the fact that God has blessed you. Not only did he t- give you that talent of your acting skill and your sense of humor, but also um now he has blessed you with wealth. Well, that's true. Or you could just maybe say right place, right time, right look, mm. which is also how it happens in Hollywood. It's basically all all it is. Oh, that's the secret. Uh, that's the secret sauce of acting. Well, it's it's the secret sauce of of getting lucky enough to act. Uh, yeah. Are you married? Um, I am. My husband's name is Lance Labonte. <sighs> and what kind of guy is Lance Labonte? He likes sports. Um, he eats uh, animal protein only. All right. Um, Is he emotionally available? Emotionally available. Right. What do you What do you mean? Does he have emotions and share them? Does he? like to open up or break down? Does he emote? Does he lower the mask that we all wear as humans going around in this cold and lonely world to show his humanity, as it were? Just like, you know, what makes a good character in a movie? Hmm. Uh... Well, I mean, is that stuff that men do? Oh, yeah. I do a good solid hour or two of crying every night right into my wife's chest. Is that right? Oh, yeah. What are you crying about? What isn't there to cry about, Hallie? We live in one of the most complicated and sad times in all of human history. Oh. I think we could probably agree on that. What does your wife do when you cry? into her chest. 
Well, she strokes my hair and Aww. she cries right into the top of my head usually. Aww. After we've both had a good cry, we'll make love for two or three hours. Two or three hours? Depending. Wow. Well, um... When's my... the last time uh, Lance cried? Oh, um... Inglorious Bastards? Oh, yeah. That's a good film. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Did you know Brad Pitt can't read? Is that right? Yeah. Can't Illiterate. Read can't read a word. Well, I heard that he uh, f- forewent college and just moved straight to L.A. Yeah, that's right. He learns his lines by having a person say them out loud, and then he remembers them and just turns around and says them on set. So instead of like a photographic memory, he's got an auditory memory. Yeah, something like that. Holy smokes. Well, I'll tell you what, um, emotions, emotions. My husband Lance Labonte has, um, well, he gets he gets crabby. All right. Yeah. Um, that is one. He gets angry. Yeah, that's two, but that's actually anger is one of the easiest things to play when you're an actor. Oh, is it? Sure. Oh, you just fly into a rage? Yeah, most men just think that getting angry on, on camera is is acting. It's really not. Oh. Well, um, my husband, Lance Labonte, he gets mad at sports. Right. Well, sports is an arbitrary, uh, something completely arbitrary, although it is storytelling in, in a way. Storytelling? Well, aren't we so involved in the stories of these people who are bashing their brains out on the field? Not, it's not only the result, it's the stories of those who play for the result. Hmm. You know, I one time heard uh, our lead pastor, Steve, talk about how um, Jesus is the ultimate story. Uh, It's the story that, that, um, you know, Hollywood and all these places keep retelling that story of redemption over and over again. Right. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Yeah, I think I saw Steve on my way in. Uh, Good looking guy. Yeah. He's a silver fox. Yeah. Kind of looks like Paul Newman. Yeah, he does. Oh, I like Paul Newman's pizzas and dressings. Oh, me too. Yeah. You do too? Oh, yeah. See, we do have some things in common, it turns out. Do you ever eat um, things that have sugar in them? Oh, sure, Hallie. Why not? Sugar is one of the greatest things uh, God put on the <laughs> earth, if you believe in that. I think so, too. Yeah, sure. I love to eat sweet treats. Like... You ever, you ever uh, tried blue cheese dressing? Newman's own blue cheese dressing. Is I have it in my fridge right now. I got two bottles in the trunk of my car that I keep in there for an emergency. Oh, <laughs> do, do you eat um carbs? Sure, Ellie. Really? Well, you got What are you gonna put the blue cheese dressing on? Oh, I I I. I sometimes I'll dip like a, a healthy thing in there, like a carrot. But then other times I want to dip like a, uh, you know, a Newman's own frozen pizza slice into right. some blue uh, cheese. Who really wants to dip a carrot in blue cheese? Not me. Wow, Nick. Well, you're blushing again. <laughs> I'm blushing again. You're blushing. I'm saying the next thing. You're saying the next thing. Maybe I'm going to be an actor someday, Nick. Uh, probably. Hallie, you do have a certain quality about you that... Would probably do very well in Hollywood. Oh well, you're I, authentic. You yeah. know, authenticity is one of the hardest things to teach. 
Is that true? Well, in fact, you can't teach it. That's that's what makes it that that thing they say in Hollywood. He, she's got that thing. But Nick, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not a twenty-one-year-old, you know, blonde, skinny. I mean, I've got something that you can't have in Hollywood. I've got a little bit of. Well, what do you say? I mean, my husband, the way he says it is he says I got a little meat on my bones. Ellie, I would say you have a certain je ne sais quoi. A je ne sais quoi? Je ne sais quoi. A je ne sais quoi? Je ne sais quoi. Say the next thing. Are you happy? Oh, I have the joy of the Lord in my heart. Down in my heart, I've got the joy, 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 joy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'd say I'm... Um... Uh, I'm talking about your life, Ellie. Are you happy with your life? Well, I'm grateful. I have an attitude of gratitude. All right. That answers the question for me. It does? Sure. Okay, good. Um, I, I'm i going to be... Okay, I'm going to be really honest with you, Nick. I am a very sensitive soul. I, I, I have a lot of emotions, and I think that, you know, nobody wants to hear them or see them or experience them. And in fact, you know, my husband, Lance Labonte, has been, I think, very tolerant of it when, you know, sometimes if I get teary or if I, you know... I'm expressing some emotion or whatever. He'll just kind of leave the room. You know, he's never been, you know, violent about it or ugly. He just kind of like disappears. Hallie, the one thing I would want to see from you more is your emotions. I think it's great. My emotions? Yes, of course. But what if I'm afraid or angry or um, frail? Of your emotions? Uh, well, sometimes that's how it feels to have emotions. I, I think it's weird that they're called feelings because the last thing I want to do is feel them. Well, Hallie, you got to get over that and you've got to start feeling your feelings more. But should I just go kind of like into my room by myself? No, and... Hallie. Do it right at the dinner table. Right when you're dipping that crust of a Newman's own pizza into some blue cheese if you need to. Oh, my mouth is watering, Nick. Your mouth is watering. My mouth is watering. Yeah, your mouth is watering. I can tell. Do you need a Kleenex? I mean, I'm drooling. You know what, Hallie? You even said, I feel afraid or I feel nervous about the emotions that I'm going to have. And the crazy thing is those are emotions. Oh. So you're already having emotions about your emotions. But Nick, the Bible says that God does not give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of of power and a strong mind. Uh, Who cares what the Bible says? I'm talking about the human experience here, now, between me and you, or you and somebody else, or me and somebody else, or us and the world. Not something from some old dusty book that we keep trying to reinvent in various different ways. Huh. Did you ever see Steve Carell as Noah? Sure. Love Steve. Also can't read. Steve Carell can't read? Steve Carell can't read. He's an Oscar winner. I know. But he didn't read his thank yous now that you say it. Seems like a prerequisite these days. You don't read, you win an Oscar. Brad Pitt, too. Wow. Who knew? Illiteracy is a huge problem in Hollywood. I'm not saying we're perfect. We've, we've We've got our cross to bear, as it were. Oh, what's your cross to bear? Oh, I can't read either. What? Yeah. Nick. I've never been able to read. I just never really never really caught on. Of course, my parents were always in jail, so they weren't around to teach me. That's why. Yeah. 
Well, I bet I could teach you how to read. I'd love that. It's pretty simple. What would you start with? Well, I would just teach you 26 letters. I'd teach you what the sounds are, and then we would just start putting the sounds together and sounding it out. Oh, all right. Well, I've gotten pretty pretty far without it, and I've done pretty well. So you sure have. Sure if I need it, yeah. And if I may say, Nick, and forgive me if this is too personal, but I really like your mustache. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, that actually is a, it's a merkin. What's that? Well, it's a false hairpiece. Oh, you a, took it right yeah, off. See, it comes right off. It's on oh. these little hooks here. Oh, isn't that neat? Yeah, a merkin is a usually known as a pubic wig. Oh. But I uh, trimmed this one into a little strip and uh, had a plastic surgeon attach it here. Huh. That's Hollywood for you, huh? Well, Hollywood's all about branding, Hallie. Mm. Uh, so I had to have a brand when I got there and... This ended up being it. But, of course, no one wants to live with somebody with a mustache like this, especially my wife, Megan, except on Wednesdays. What's Wednesdays? Face rodeo night. Wow, face rodeo night. Yeah. What do you do on face rodeo night? Oh, that's between me and my wife, Hallie. Oh, isn't that neat? And if you and Lance haven't had a face rodeo night, well, might be time to do that. Well, I could bring it up to him. Yeah, try it. He might like it. Does Lance have any facial hair? He has a goatee. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he'll like it. Oh, okay. Now, may I ask you a personal question? Sure. Let's say your wife was sitting with you at dinner. All right. And she started to tell you about something that happened to her during the day or something she read or heard that might have really touched her heart. And she um, maybe started to just tear up a little bit all if right. she was telling you the story. Sure. Happens all the time. Really? Yeah, sure. How, how do you respond? Well, I ask follow-up questions. What? I try to better understand what she's going through, and then I try to join her in that feeling rather than trying to fix it or act like it doesn't exist. So if she's feeling sad, I say, wow, that's really hard to feel sad. Tell me more about where that sadness is coming from. And she does? Sure. She'll tell you a story or like talk about how the the feeling of vulnerability is, is like this insecure, unfamiliar, scary landscape where I don't seem to have my feet under me. It just really seems to me, Hallie, like you people around here, and I say that in the kindest sense, it seems like a lot of it is not wanting to feel things that are, well, frankly, human. And if I were to take a gander at the guy that you have hanging up on the cross, you know, that guy seemed to feel a lot of things, but for some reason, well, seems like a lot of this, and I'm gesturing around, is not really about identifying with the feelings of the guy that you have hanging on the cross. Hmm. I mean, Jesus, am I right? He felt, uh, he felt abandoned. Yeah. Yeah. He felt a lot of pain. Yeah. Agony. Friendship. Yeah. Love. Deep love. I mean, he had a wife. What? And it just seems like so much of what's going on around here is, well, I don't know, not really connecting with the humanity that Jesus espoused. Yeah, but 
Nick, the Bible tells us that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. The Bible teaches us that our humanity is, is working against us ever making it into heaven. Our body is sinful by its very nature of existing and that um, we kind of have to, you know, uh, develop our spiritual side and um, really fight against our, our body and our, our physical life and, and, and this sinful body that's trying to basically drag us all the way to hell and keep us removed from a perfect and holy God. And honestly, the church teaches us that, like, we need to be striving to be, you know, happy and joyful and full of forgiveness and and, and peace and love and all of that stuff. There's not really any direction or, you know, room for the more negative emotions, honestly. Well, good luck with that. Well, I appreciate that, but... You know, it works for me, and honestly, I don't think it is a matter of luck because, you know, uh, I, I I believe that the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Allie. Yeah? You are a beautiful woman with a beautiful soul, mind. You have innate abilities to communicate, care, nurture. Your sensitivity is your superpower. You're creative, thoughtful, kind, and talented, with an impeccable taste in food, and a body that could rock the very foundation of a man or woman's sexual psyche in a poetic, poised, and perfect way. And I just wanted to tell you that. How are you feeling? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. I don't know. Amen. Nick Offerman was played by Greg Hess. For more from him, check out his fantastic and hilarious podcast, Mega. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes.